أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وبه نستعين اللهم يسر ولا تعسر رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحلل أقدة من لساني يفقه قوي اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما رب زدنا علما All praise due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We thank him and glorify him. We send our salutations to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We continue our discussion on how to better ourselves as Muslims. It is very important at any given time when we wake up in the morning we should see what we can do in our life to be better Muslims. As we are not competing with anyone, we want to be better of ourselves. Um, the Prophet ﷺ always encourages us to keep upgrading ourselves when it comes to our connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As he said, جَدِّدُوا إِيمَانِكُمْ بِقَوْلِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ you should renew your iman always by saying la ilaha illallah. The scholars of the past have a beautiful saying that said, وَكُنْ مُسْتَفِيدًا كُلَّ يَوْمٍ زِيَادَةً You should always make sure that when we wake up in the morning, every single day, we should have something to add on what we knew before. We should be better than the day before. We should try to increase our connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our discussion today is going to base on some of the things that we can do to get connected with Allah, to get reward. Things that we can do that will upgrade us in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which will fetch more reward inshallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran, يَا أَيَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا لَا تَدْخُلُوا بُيُوتًا غَيْرَ بُيُوتِكُمْ حَتَّى تَسْتَعْنِسُوا وَتُسَلِّمُوا عَلَىٰ أَهْلِهَا لَا تَدْخُلُوا بُيُوتًا غَيْرَ بُيُوتِكُمْ Do not enter into houses that are not yours. Don't enter in anyone's house. حَتَّى تَسْتَعْنِسُوا until you seek permission don't ask don't enter anyone's house unless you seek permission so you need permission of people before you enter their houses you seek permission of people before you enter their houses so any house that you need to enter you need to make sure that it is the house or the people in the house have given you permission before entering into their house and when the permission is given or before asking for permission you need to ask or see send salutation by saying assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said regarding this ya waladhina amanu la tadkhudu buyutan ghaira buyutikum hatta tasta'nisu wa tusallimu ala ahliha then you send salutations to them so this is one important thing before entering anyone's house. One important thing is to make sure we seek permission from them 
and we should wait until we are given the permission. So when you come to someone's house and you can see the person from inside, the person can see you from outside. You said, Assalamu alaikum. The respondent, Wa alaikum assalam. You are still not allowed to enter until they ask you to do so. This is something that Islam has taught us. These are ways in which we can be better or we can better ourselves. When you say Assalamu alaikum, they said Wa alaikum assalam, do not enter until they said please come in. There are various reasons that you can look at to understand why you should not enter without any permission. There is a respect between you and the person that you are visiting. You have some sort of expectation when it comes to your relationship with that person. Maybe that person has some negative or questionable character that you never knew. So now he did not know you were coming. You are in front of his house or her house. The situation or the, the, the environment, how it was at that time, would not be ideal for you to see what is in their house. One, because it will tarnish their image in front of you. It can be basic as their house is not even clean. So when you say salam, do not enter until you are given the permission. This is what Islam is teaching us. This is what will keep us with each other. We love and care and respect each other without crossing the barriers. So whenever you seek someone's uh, house or you visit and you said assalamu alaikum, they respond wa alaikum assalam, you still have to wait until they give you permission to enter. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said also, Tahiyyatan min indallahi al-mubaraka. Tahiyyatan min indallahi mubaraka. The greetings that you say by saying assalamu alaikum. Wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This greetings is the blessed greetings that Allah has given you. When you observe your fellow Muslim in any environment, when they see you, they prefer saying, hello, hi. These people have no idea what Islam is all about. Or when you say salam, they say hello. These people have no idea what the religion is all about. Islam has given you the best of greetings. Start your conversation with that as the saying goes, Assalamu qabla al-kalam. Say salam before you start speaking with people. So when you meet people, those who go about, Hi, hello, leave them. They don't care about what Allah has given them. They've chosen something else. Don't even associate yourself with such people. Allah has chosen a greetings for you and you prefer something better than that Then you hold whatever you prefer But Allah is saying these greetings that we've given you Mubarakatan it has blessings. It is of blessing Allah chose the greetings for us When we look at this we see the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam He advised his companions and said in a hadith, when they ask, Anna Rajulan Sa'ala Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ayyul Islam khair. 
which Islam is good, which attitude or character in Islam is the best. The Prophet sallallahu said to him, Feed people. Make sure you share. You share whatever you have in terms of food. Let people eat from your sustenance. Make sure that people benefit from what you have. And also spread peace. Send your greetings in peace. And send peace when it comes to greetings. So the Prophet ﷺ is teaching us ethics here. If you are a Muslim, to be a good Muslim, a better Muslim, is the one who feeds people and also spread peace. So these are how we learn our deen. We want to keep adding more on what we've already knew. We want to be benefiting ourselves in knowledge and iman every single day. As we made mention, وَكُنْ مُسْتَفِيدًا كُنْلِ يَوْمٍ زِيَادَةً Every single day, you get something to add in what you know. So the Prophet ﷺ is teaching us, this salam or this greetings that we made mention, who are we going to greet? He said, وَتُقْرَأُ السَّلَامُ عَلَى مَنْ عَرَفْتَ Send peace and greetings to those that you know. Woman lam ta'rif. Even those that you don't know. As long as you know they are Muslims, send peace in your salutations. Say assalamu alaikum to them. You don't need to know them or not. Whether you know them or not, when you see a fellow Muslim, say assalamu alaikum. It's a blessing. The greetings that Allah has selected for you. So when you are taking what Allah has given you, embrace it, enjoy it, send the peace to the extent you will say salam to someone and someone behind will be wondering, when did you know that person? He said, no, this is the first time I saw him. He is a Muslim brother. That is enough for me. She is a Muslim sister. That is enough for me. To say assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah is enough. So these are the teachings of Islam. Brothers and sisters, let's learn to always send the greetings and peace to each other as the deen taught us. In another hadith, the Prophet said, is commanding or informing his companions. One of the companions said, Amarana Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has commanded us with seven things, seven matters. The Prophet has taught us seven important things that we should hold on to. These are the teachings of the Prophet ﷺ to his companions. Let's see these seven matters that the Prophet ﷺ taught his companions. Number one, Bi'iyad al-Marib. The Prophet ﷺ taught us to always visit the sick. When someone is sick, someone that you know, visit them. Go and see how they are doing. The Prophet's character, always he visit the sick. Even sometimes in the morning, when the companions will come to him in the masjid, he will question them, who amongst you today was able to visit the sick? Who amongst you today was able to give charity? 
So he encourages them to the extent he will ask so that they know how important it is to visit the sick person. The Prophet ﷺ visited the sick people to the extent even children, youth, young boys around the masjid, even non-Muslims that he knew. You look at the hikayah of the Jewish boy who normally comes around and, and shoe shine people's shoes around the masjid. This Jewish boy, his job is to go and wipe people's shoes and get some money. For some days, the Prophet ﷺ did not see this boy. He asked, any idea about the boy? They said, we, he heard that he's sick. The Prophet ﷺ visited this boy at his home. When he saw the boy lying down, he knew that boy cannot survive. He looked at the boy and said, I want you to bear witness there's no God worthy of worship, but Allah and I'm his messenger. You do that, I will bear witness in front of Allah that you are one of my uh, followers. The Jewish boy will look at the Prophet وسلم, and turn and look at his father. He looked at the Prophet ﷺ, he turned and looked at his father. And then his father turned to him and said, Follow Abu al-Qasim. Accept the message of the Prophet ﷺ. The boy accepted the message and became a Muslim and died as a Muslim. So the Prophet ﷺ will visit even youth, even children. So we need to understand when the Prophet ﷺ is teaching, we should learn and adapt that teaching. It will make us the best among the people we're living with. So number one, out of the seven advice, he told the companions, is Iyadat al-Mareed, visiting the sick, al-Janaza, and also when there's a funeral, go and be part of it. Try to be part of it when there's a funeral. As a Muslim, you heard a Muslim brother or a Muslim sister passed away. At least, if you get the opportunity, go and be part of it. Number one, the more the people that pray for the funeral, the better for the dead person as more reward. And if you will do that, definitely Allah will make people have time for yours when that day comes. So it is very important whether we know the person or not, we hear someone died and that person is a Muslim, there is a funeral prayer, try to be part of it. If you have the opportunity to even follow the funeral to the grave for it, for the dead body to be buried, please do that. These are the teachings of the Prophet That reminds me of the information one day the companions were sitting with the Prophet and then a funeral came and passed. When they were passing by, the Prophet stood up and the companions also stood up. After some time, when they passed by, he sat down, they also sat down. After some time, another funeral was passing by. The Prophet stood up and the companions said, Ya Rasulullah, this person isn't a Muslim. And the Prophet ﷺ asked them, If he's not a Muslim, isn't he, isn't he a human? Isn't he the same soul that is in us? So the Prophet is teaching us here, regardless 
of who dies, humanity is very important. But the time a Muslim feel like um, I'm a Muslim and everyone is nobody, then that person does not understand his creator. So we are those that are supposed to be good. Allah who provides for everyone on earth, he was the one who people rejected. He was the one who people said they won't worship, but still they are among children of Adam. And Allah is telling us in the Quran, Adam. We have indeed raised the status of children of Adam high. So we need to respect everyone regardless of their belief. So the Prophet's advice to his companions, first visit the, the sick person and also follow Janaiza when you see the Siberia, follow the Janaza. Now, the Prophet continued to advise his companion by saying, That is to also respond to the person who has um, the person who sneezes and says alhamdulillah you have to then say to that person yarhamukallah for your information this is even one of the right of a muslim upon another muslim when they sneeze and say alhamdulillah you have to say yarhamukallah so the prophet ﷺ told his companions the same thing when someone sneezes and says alhamdulillah Say to that person or respond by saying, Yarhamukallah. Wa Nasr al-Da'if. Another advice of the Prophet to his companions is Nasr al-Da'if. To help the weak. To help the weak here can be in all aspects. Someone can be weak physically, you help them. Someone can be weak spiritually, you help them. Someone can be in a state where they need help in anything. It can be financial and you come to their aid. The Prophet ﷺ said, help the weak. And also support the one that has been wronged. The Prophet is saying in one hadith, Fear the dua of the one that has been oppressed, even if that person is not Muslim. For indeed, there is no barrier between their dua and Allah's answering. So if someone is being oppressed, go and support them. As the other hadith of the Prophet ﷺ said, Unsur Help your brother who has been oppressed. Or the oppressor. The companion said, Ya Rasulullah, we know how to help the one that has been oppressed. But what of the oppressor? He said, Yes, by stopping him from being oppressor, you've helped him. Because imagine the punishment that would be on him. When he stopped that, you've saved him from those punishments. So, as part of our responsibility as Muslims, to be able to open up not only visit the sick, not only help when there's a funeral to be part of it, not only helping the weak, not only responding to the person who has sneezed, but also when a person is being oppressed, 
we should be there for that person we should support and stop the oppressor from being for from oppressing the person the prophet sallallahu continued to advise his companions and he said wa ifsha is salam and also spreading peace sending salutation and as we made mention observe there is nothing extraordinary there is nothing no any environment or workplace will say that when you meet your colleague you only have to say this word in greetings if that environment is not a secret society so when you meet your fellow brother in a workplace and that person is a muslim as you are your greetings is what allah have chosen for you not any other greetings and the greetings that allah have chosen for you is assalamu alaikum this is what allah chose for you so there's nothing wrong with ah because we are in the workplace we can only say hello and hi there's no work that will say you cannot have any greetings except that when you meet your fellow muslim there is no greetings better than what allah have chosen for you most especially when you look at the meaning of the greetings and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling you in the quran tahiyyatan min indillahi this is a greetings from allah mubarakatan which allah has blessed why will you change or you will change what allah has given you with something else so we have to be very careful the way we try to be as if we are now professionals because of we are wearing suit and tie we only say hello and hi no your greetings is your greetings allah comes first so allah said this is what i've chosen for you so let's learn that so the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam told his companions we should spread peace by sending salutations to each other saying assalamu alaikum wa ibrar al muqsim and also help those who have vowed to fulfill it this is very important you might live in a society and see people who have vowed to do something whether between themselves and allah ya allah i want a b c if you do that for me i'm going to do this in return to show gratitude and the person allah has blessed them with what they requested but they couldn't do what allah said help them to be able to achieve this because they will be helped on the day of qiyamah the same thing applies to someone who allah has given the means the time the strength and they are supposed to perform hajj they did not for one reason or the other and now they've died you being their family you have to perform hajj on their behalf or they will be query on the day of qiyamah so when people vow or you know swear an oath they are going to do some things and they couldn't help them out if you have the means because if they don't it can be the reasons of being penalized on the day of qiyamah so the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam's advice number 1 is to get to be with each other send salutation and peace as allah subhanahu wa ta'ala selected these greetings for us number 1 as part of the ethics of sending salutation never enter someone's house without their permission 
Even if you say assalamu alaikum and they respond, wait until they ask you to enter. Never enter people's environment without their consent. If we do that, then we are creating good atmosphere and respect for each other. In another hadith, the Prophet said, None of you will enter Jannah until you believe. And none of you will believe until you love one another. Listen to this. None of you will enter Jannah until you believe. You need to have Iman before you enter Jannah. And you will not have Iman unless you love one another. So we are looking at chain reactions here. One leads to the other. For us to able to be able to enter Jannah, we need to have Iman. It's like you are asking, Ya Rasulullah, how can we attain the Iman? And he said, Wala tu'minu. You will not have Iman unless or until you love one another. So instead of we asking, Ya Rasulullah, how can we love one another? He sallallahu alayhi wasallam rather ask. Should I teach you or inform you of something when you do, you will tend to love one another? Should I inform you about something? When you do that thing, you will tend to love one another because know that when you love one another, it will create or will involve or bring Iman. When you have Iman, you will enter Jannah. So how can we attain this Iman? And the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Afshussalamu Bainakum. Spread peace among yourselves. Spread peace. Send salutation. Anytime you meet each other, say Assalamu Alaikum. By doing that, that will bring about love between you two. Because sending salutation, because you mean it, will mean that you always wish good for each other and that will increase the love amongst you if you have the love it will get the iman when you have the iman you will enter jannah so if allah has given you tahiyyatan mubaraka the best of greetings and the prophet also told you by having these greetings it will create or it will manifest into love which will then tend to iman and give you opportunity to enter Jannah, why will you swap these greetings with any other greetings? So when we look at this, these are the sayings of the Prophet ﷺ and also verses of Quran telling us what to do when we meet one another. Now someone will ask, this salam is a bit confusing. Sometimes we hear assalamu alaikum. Sometimes we hear salamu alaikum. Sometimes we hear Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Sometimes we hear Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Which is which? How do we select what is better for us? In one of the hadith, the Prophet said, Lama halaqallahu adam alayhi salam, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created our father Adam, 
قال الله سبحانه وتعالى said to him اذهب فسلم على أولئك go to those angels and say salam to them go and greet them what is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaching Adam here he said to Adam after creating Adam alayhi salam go to those angels and greet them if you go and greet them what they're going to tell you will be the greetings between you and your uh, your children to come fastami' ma yuhayyunaka fa innaha tahiyyatuka wa tahiyyatu zurriyyatuk listen to them what they're going to say that will be your greetings and the greetings of your family or your children faqal adam alayhi salam when he went to the angels he said assalamu alaykum faqalu and the angels replied to him assalamu alayka wa rahmatullah fazaduhu wa rahmatullah adam alayhi salam walked to the angels and said to them assalamu alaykum they responded by saying assalamu alayka wa rahmatullah so they have added wa rahmatullah on top of what adam alayhi salam said which is assalamu alaykum in another narration the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam was sitting with the companions and one of one man came to him and said one man entered and said assalamu alaykum and then they responded faradda alayhi thumma jalasa he entered and saw the prophet and the companions and he said to them assalamu alaykum and they responded wa alaykum assalam and he sat down faqala an-nabiy sallallahu alayhi wasallam then the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said ashara which means 10 ay kutiba lahu ashru hasanat when he said assalamu alaykum it was written for him 10 rewards when he said assalamu alaykum in the same sitting another group of people entered or another person entered faqal assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah he said assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah unlike the first person he only said assalamu alaykum but this one said assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah they responded and he sat down and the prophet sallallahu said ishirun which means he has 20 rewards the first person said assalamu alaykum he got 10 rewards the second person came and said assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah he got 20 rewards and then later another person also entered and said assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh faradda alayhi fajalasa they responded to him and he sat down faqal thalathun the prophet said 30 so you choose how many do you want how much in terms of reward do you want you can choose the 10 the 10 assalamu alaykum you can choose the 20 assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah you can choose the 30 assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh so here you can see our lifestyle is based on the reward that we get a person who wants more reward 
will be saying the lengthy salam as any letter will be rewarded. So here also when we look at that, that is the sifat salam or how we should say our greetings. Very importantly to remind each other, these greetings are selected or given to us by Allah. Even after this world has finished and people enter Jannah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Tahiyyatuhum fiha salam. Their greetings in Jannah is peace. So why won't you start this from here? It is very important to also acknowledge if someone said Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah, you can only respond or you can respond by saying Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah. If someone said Assalamu alaikum, you can say Wa alaikum assalam and keep quiet. You can say Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah. You can say Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. If someone said Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah, you can only say Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah or you can say wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. You don't reduce it. So if someone say assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh, you can only go wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. You cannot just say wa alaikum assalam and keep quiet. So in this, these are how we tend to appreciate what Allah has given us. Now, greetings in Islam also have what we call ethics, adab. How are they? The Prophet ﷺ said, in terms of greetings, when he was advising Anas bin Malik, Ya Bunayya, Iza dakhalta ala ahlik, fasallim, yakun barakatan alayka wa ala ahli baytik. Oh my son, when you are entering into your houses, where your families are, send salutations of peace. Say assalamu alaikum to your own family. For indeed, it will be blessing to you and your family. Even if you are entering in your own house and there's no one in there, turn to say assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh before you enter in your own houses. So these are the, the, how Islam taught us in terms of Sending salutation. Sending salutation also does not mean that you are the big guy. All those people have to say salam to you. No. The Prophet would pass by children and he would say salam to them. So if anyone can say salam. The first person to always say salam is getting extra reward anyway. But in reality, to avoid arrogance, if you are on a mount, whether you are in a car, or you are on a ride and people are walking, you should say salam to them so that you don't feel bigger and feel better. If you are walking, say salam to those that are sitting. That is how it goes. But in a nutshell, anyone can start the greetings and it is fine. The Prophet also told us to conclude that because our greetings this particular greeting is selected by Allah and it is dua in it by itself. You don't go about to greet non-Muslims with the greetings of Islam. But when they greet you with it, tell them, Wa alaikum and unto you. 
when they say assalamu alaikum there's no problem giving them exactly what they said wa alaikum and unto you be peace but you don't start greeting them with the greetings of islam that is just because it's something that allah has selected muslims and gave them as something that is of blessing and dua for them but remember at any given time when they started please give them the same do not we do not keep quiet without responding to their salam so in a nutshell these are things that we want to talk about regarding our lesson today regarding greetings and sending salutations to each other may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us and give us opportunity to always add more on what we know so that we can practice it as we started you should always keep getting extra to add on what you already knew